cookbook friends this is your host katie and i have carrie with me today hello on on our mini sode we will be talking about some of our favorite and new tea-oriented cookbooks i know springtime is perfect for tea parties and relaxing out on the back porch like today it's so sunny out i'm really looking forward to going outside today I am too. Oh, I have a chair set up on my front porch in the sun because my backyard is pretty shady, which is a good thing to have in August. Right. And I have iced tea ready to go in my fridge, but I might also have an ice cold cocktail to go with it. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I I really have been getting on uh, matcha tea. I've been uh, learning how to make matcha lattes lately, (laughs) especially for... uh, wintertime it was just perfect but now learning how to make more summer oriented teas all the berries and oh i love berry teas they're so awesome i have to hand it to you matcha is an acquired taste it took me a long time to acquire because it tastes like grass it, it does taste like grass i agree but i love it it's so awesome but yeah i'm looking forward to tea i'm looking forward to the sun hanging out outside relaxing with a book that sounds exci- like super exciting to me So we have some tea cookbooks, and by that, some of them are about the history of tea. Some of them are about how to cook with tea, like literally putting tea leaves and stuff into your food. And then some of them are how to make delicious treats for when you're throwing a tea party. And with that, I want to lead into the first book that we want to share with you today. So excited for this. It is Fortnum and Mason Time for Tea. It does not come out until June 1st. I am a huge fan of Fortnum and Mason's cookbooks. They did a Christmas one especially. I'd never have figured out why the illustrations inside are so crazy. (laughs) They're so (laughs) whimsical. They are. So this one is a expert and entertaining guide to tea from Fortnum and Mason by award-winning food writer Tom Parker Bowles. Notice the last name Parker Bowles. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. So... This book whisks you through all the info you need to get the most out of your cuppa. It instructs you on how to make the perfect brew or infusion, which, of course, only British people know how to do it completely properly. Well, and Japanese people, too. Oh, yeah. So as an American, I know I need to read this. And it explores which teas are best to kickstart the day, revive your spirits, or soothe you at the evening's end. So this is actually not a cookbook because there's no food recipes, but it's everything you need to know about making tea the proper way, the Fortnum and Mason way. And I actually sometimes treat myself to expensively imported Fortnum and Mason tea sometimes. And my birthday's coming up. Hint. I know. I was like, so what's your favorite one? (laughs) So do you have a cookbook that's about tea and maybe food too? Um, actually, uh, I mean, I do later, but the okay. one that, <laughs> the one that I have right now, it's called The Artisan Herbalist, Making Teas, Tinctures, and Oils at Home. It comes out April 6th. It's by Bevan Cohen. Um, it's definitely a health-oriented book, but I like it, and it's kind of, it's, I, I didn't necessarily, I was questioning whether or not I should include this in in our mini-sode, but I really like it because it it talks about each of your herbs. So you can grow all of your herbs yourself, and they kind of talk you through on how to grow everything yourself. And then 
basically how to use each of the herbs and yeah in oils and stuff like that but they teach you how to use your freshly made herbs in actual teas mm. like what techniques you can use to infuse or get the best flavors or even the best this is kind of a health oriented cookbook it's mostly health so if you're really into that you can learn like which herbs kind of help with what things if that's your sort of thing i like this because i kind of like experimenting with different foods and herbs especially and learning how to make my own tea with stuff that i have at home is really appealing to me and i i think you have a little herb garden on your patio deck like i do too right yeah yeah and i so like parsley for instance goes nuts and mint and i sometimes can't even keep up with it i'm like oh my god what am i going to do with all of this it's just becoming i know you can only have so many mojitos before you have to go to treatment right so yeah (laughs) Yeah. so it'd be nice to learn how to dry everything and then being able to kind of utilize them in in you know different teas because i drink tea all the time and mint tea is great for all kinds of stuff so i obviously there's other things in here like the oils and tinctures i think they even have maybe a few soap balm recipes which is cool but uh not food again well this sounds like a good you know cottage core is so in right now the hashtag on instagram and tiktok and everyone wants to be this little cottager and making cool things this sounds like it would fit right in oh yeah exactly and i wished i was that person i I give props to those who are. So definitely check out The Artisan Herbalist, making teas, tinctures, and oils at home. What's next for you? Well, I have a little herbal tea story for you. When I was a girl growing up in San Diego, I was really interested in herbal medicine, and I read all these little books. But when I came across recipe for sourgrass tea... There was this type of grass that grows in San Diego, and you can pick it as this little flower that you can eat, but you don't usually. But it makes this delicious lemony tea. So I looked it up in the book, and it said it's an emetic. I didn't know what an emetic was, and so I made lots and lots of tea and drank it and then threw up for three days. Oh, my God. (laughs) turns out emetic makes you puke. Oh, good to know. Oh, my goodness. So I never made sour grass tea again, but I definitely... You'd, most of us would just pick a couple stems and walk around chewing it because it just tasted good. And, you know, you're not going to throw up from chewing some stems, but whoops. Right, but that was my I, lovely story for the day. I hope no one was eating while you listen to this podcast. <laughs> no, that's wow. Well, and sour, what, sour grass tea? It doesn't yep. sound pleasant. Oh, it was so tasty. I miss it. <sighs> I kind of want to try it now. That sounds awesome. The other thing we had in San Diego that was kind of exclusive to the area was called Ice Plant. And it was really watery and they grow it along the freeway because it can't burn. But we knew magically just somehow do not make Ice Plant tea. So anyway. Oh my God, I would totally try Ice Plant tea. That sounds magical. You would probably die, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, (sighs) moving on. (laughs) So the next tea uh, tea related book we want to chat with you about came out back on March 2, 2021. It's called In Search of Tea. The author is Francois Javier Delmas. He's one of the greatest tea experts in the world, and he went on travels in search of the best tea varieties around the world. And this is a coffee table book that you would want to pretentiously and awesomely leave around for people to thumb through while they're at your parties in the future, when we can have those again. 
He is the founder of one of my favorite tea brands, and I have to say, I'm shallow. I like their tea brands because their packaging and the tins it comes in is so pretty. It's Pala or Palace de Thess. It's spelled like P-A-L-A-I-S, so I'm assuming that's pronounced Palace. Palace of Teas. And I love to buy myself their tea because the tins are so pretty and the tea tastes delicious. It's very expensive, so then you feel like you've treated yourself. Anyway. Cute. the book In Search of Tea is divided into six chapters. It features superb photography with accompanying text explaining tea cultivation methods, tasting techniques, and uses. So it's not going to be a page turner. You're not going to stay up late at night reading it, but you're going to learn so much about tea. And I would just definitely leave it on my coffee table during a spring tea party so that people could thumb through it and learn something about the tea that I'm serving. So that was In Search of Tea by Francois Javier Delmas. So the book I'm going to talk about will then make us travel to the eastern area. It's The Book of Tea by Okakura Kakuzo. Sorry, I should know how to say these things. Sorry. Anyway. We will will practice these hard names before we do more podcasts, people. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, uh, the Book of Tea, this has been um, revised many, many times. It's a classic. It actually originally came out in 1908, but they're revisiting it. um, So there's a hardback that comes out April 21st. There's many, many versions of this. So this is um, uh, the newest and most improved version of it. Um, Basically, we kind of look at the history of teaism in Asia it's mainly in Japan, but also you kind of have to touch China as well. Um, it's not quite... I have to mention it because it's just such a classic book for tea lovers. And I'm a Japanophile, so it was like, oh, I love this. So it's very <laughs> poetic and philosophical. And it kind of goes through, like, um, obviously, like, tea... Uh, oh, goodness. Why can't I think of this thing right now? Tea, not cuisine tea rituals tea ceremonies that's the word you got there i got it i knew you could do it i know so oh go ahead (laughs) this is why you need to drink more tea because the caffeine will help you i know i thought the sun would do it today um so it talks about japanese tea ceremonies and japanese tea houses and the philosophy behind all of that how tea has actually influenced japanese culture and and japanese cuisine like we talked about matcha earlier um so that's a big thing uh it's even affected like clothing and literature and art so tea is a huge thing in japan and you learn all about that with this this particular book the cover is really beautiful and the and the photos in here are just they're really stunning you get to kind of get a glimpse through history too, um, and just modern day Japan as well, because it is mostly Japanese uh, architecture you get to see. But it is a really beautiful book. I highly recommend it. It's a great read, um, and I would say it's even a coffee table book too. You can flip through it and just kind of see. It's got like cute little um, ph- philosophical. Uh, excerpts or whatever just really cute quotes in there it's just a cool book check it out it's called the book of tea by okakura kakuzo I almost you did it, it. <laughs> yay 
The next book is a gift book that I'm super excited to tell you about in case you're a Downton Abbey fan such as myself. It came out back in November by Weldon Owen, who has written a couple Disney princesses cookbooks and a couple Downton Abbey, etc. It's the official Downton Abbey night and day book collection. It features cocktails and tea, two of my favorite beverages, basically my favorite beverages. Uh, This little gift set has the Downton Abbey official afternoon tea cookbook and also the official Downton Abbey cocktail cookbook, best of both worlds. And both of them have beautiful images of the people in the films, most often the servants, I should say, because we love them so much. It has the costumes and photos of the actors. And there's a, the first chapter is pastries, buns, and biscuits. The second chapter is cakes, tarts, and puddings. The third chapter is tea sandwiches and savory bites, and then preserves and spreads. That's on the tea cookbook. I can't mm. see the the cocktail book recipes, but I'm sure it's pretty similar, just with cocktail pairings instead. I am going already own both of those cookbooks, so I'm not going to buy the book set. But if I knew someone that was a Downton Abbey fan that had a birthday coming up, I would probably grab this for them. That's the official Downton Abbey night and day book collection. I am obsessed with bubble tea, especially of late, since there's one very close by your house, Carrie. Yes. (laughs) Um, So the next uh, book I would like to talk about is Boba, Classic, Fun, Refreshing, Bubble Teas to Make at Home. It came out November 3rd. Uh, it's by Stacy Kwong and Bea Del Mundo. Uh, so there are 50 easy to follow recipes, which is great because I have a lot of matcha in my cabinet and I need <laughs> yeah. to use it. Um, so uh, if you are not familiar with bubble tea, it's very trendy, it, especially in like Japan and Korea. It's definitely on the west coast here it's become super trendy like i don't uh, everybody i know uh, except for carrie i'm sorry <laughs> yes sorry tea. well it's it's okay so it and it's understandable because almost everybody that i know that loves bubble tea actually doesn't necessarily like the tapioca pearls like you do so i'm wondering yeah. if you need to try it without the tapioca pearls So basically, it's like a tea made with, it's like a milk tea, usually, and there's these little tapioca pearls that you can have in your tea, and it can be a little uh, weird uh, for some people, but I love it, and it's super good. So in this book, um, they talk about your boba basics, so like the equipment you're going to need, the kinds of tea, and how to actually um, make the tea properly to get the right flavors. They go through toppings, so wait, it has toppings. It has topping. Yes, Bubble is it yogurt? <laughs> no, they have like uh, you can do flavored jellies. They have uh, this one has a homemade homemade egg pudding, um, chia seeds, basil seeds. There's a whole bunch of things you can top, and you can get creative. Like I've seen people crush up like peppermint sticks and like put them what (laughs) yeah just all kinds of stuff you can do with bubble tea so they also go through the different kinds of teas so you've got fruit teas which are like slushy kind of like a mango tea slushy or um watermelon slushy those kinds of things but they're all tea and then you have milk teas and then the last chapter that they go through are specialty drinks so it looks like they have 
these are very elaborate drinks. So they have a tea called Humanity First. It's got it's got almond butter. It's almond butter milk tea. So Whoa. that sounds like a fall oriented, like super warm and cuddly kind of flavors. But or like uh, a lactose intolerant or vegan option, perhaps. Yes, they have a lot of uh, options in there for that too. I mean, in most uh, bubble tea cases, you don't actually have to use. Um, milk milk you can substitute it for rice milk um, almond milk oat milk is a big option so it's just really cool this is a fun little uh, book to start learning how to make boba if you really love that and you want to save some money because I need to start saving money and not buying boba so that is boba (laughs) classic fun refreshing bubble teas to make at home well we hope you guys enjoyed this mini-sode on tea books I think I forgot to mention one, so I'm going to open it up. I forgot that I wanted to mention Herbal Revolution. Ooh, I love that. Uh, They have an Instagram. Oh, I do not know. I am not familiar with that. Oh, so Herbal Revolution is 65 plus recipes for teas, elixirs, tinctures, syrups, foods, and body products that heal. It came back out in December. It's by Kathy Langelier, and there's a beautiful picture on the cover of this woman just clinging to a cup of tea like her (laughs) entire life depends on drinking it, which I've been there before. (laughs) Let's take a peek at the table of contents inside Herbal Revolution. It's a modern guide to herbal medicine, and then she goes into the daily grind, everyday nourishment and support, and then the third chapter is go with your gut. Uh, That's cute intuition creativity and digestive health and then there's a chapter called keeping the best or keeping the beat caring for the physical and emotional heart that's sweet a chapter called you got this herbs to support the brain and nervous system i like how supportive she is i like that yeah and there's a chapter called strength and beauty from the inside out supporting skin muscles and bones this almost sounds just as good as a self-help book but less psychological crap and more actual useful things you can do, like drink delicious teas that you make yourself. I love it. So that is Herbal Revolution, 65 Recipes for Teas, Elixirs, Tinctures, Syrups, Foods, and Body Products by Kathy Langelier. And now I can thank you for (laughs) listening to our mini-sode and follow Cookbook Divas for more cookbook news, cookbook videos, cookbook chat, a podcast, etc. You can find us on our website. We're Cookbook Divas on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest.